What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Well, I mean, not that you're ready for no internet, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I got my <laughs> collection. I got my books. Uh-huh. But, you know, getting caught up on, you know, the world social media syndicate, you know, it's like. <clears throat> Are you done with it yet? Are you tired of it? I'm fucking kind of sick of it, man. I can't. I have to, like, I well, have to I have to turn it like, off and, like. Much like Home Alone and the first Batman with Michael Keaton and um, the OJ trials. It's like, you know, these things just go on forever and you're just like so sick of it. You're like, I don't even care what happens to OJ anymore. Like, it just goes on and on and on. And this is, yeah, we're in, into our second month of this shit and there's no end in sight. So it's. Mm hmm. So, so there's no, there's no end. There's, you don't, you don't see an end. You don't see like. Oh, of course I do. It's, it's, I mean, but well, it, let's keep extending. I let's mean, like, talk about what, what will, what will bring the end of it. More seclusion. If everyone just gets on board, people keep talking about like going to parties and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it occurs to all of us, you know, it's like, oh, you got six friends that aren't contaminated or whatever, or contagious or whatever they, you know, they're not showing signs of infection. And they all get together and then, one of them shows signs. I was like, okay, great. You've all been exposed now because, I, oh man, I saw this terrifying thing about um, is it the micro yeah. droplets. Yeah. And this this uh, Japanese uh, company has been uh, mapping, like using like lasers. And yes. This, I think I saw they this. Watch out how like when you cough or even just two guys talking, and they were six feet apart and they're talking, but you can see like the micro droplets how they the heavy well, yeah when the guy's talking. Oh, it's so gross. Because like the big spit things you don't normally see when people are talking are coming out and those things drop like instantly. But then there's like the micro dots, the little micro mm -hmm. you know, droplet that floating float. around the air. And they just like, if there's no air circulation, like you're in a small room somewhere and they just kind of circulate through the whole fucking room within, you know, 15 minutes. It's fucking terrifying. Like, I think the mask thing is going to be like a new permanent fixture in America. Like, it's been, you know, you can you see these Asian kids. You don't know if they're Japanese or Chinese or where the hell they're from, but you see them out with these masks on. You're like, oh, what a weirdo. But, like, that's, I think that's going to be one major change, you know, like taking your shoes off at the airport. Like, that's now a thing, you know? Wear a mask. Everyone's just going to have masks on all the time. Mm hmm. I, I guess, I guess I, I don't mind it if it's if it's going to keep people <clears throat> safe. If it'll keep, I mean, I guess that's the thing about public health, right? Is that we have to do it together. It's not really yep. like be the public part of that statement. <laughs> you can't you can't say, oh well, I'm fine, so I'm not going to do it. I don't know. I just worry because I guess I start thinking about micro droplets, and then I think like, oh, you're going on your way to a corona party, but and everyone's fine and everyone's whatever. And then you go and like fill up for gas and you touch the gas pump and you don't know who touched the gas pump before and you're in a hurry. So you scratch your nose and right. Yeah. You got to keep more than one pair of gloves too. Like 
that's is the other this is the other thing right it doesn't help to just have one pair of gloves and fucking touch everything yeah i don't know i mean do you feel like do you feel like i know i know you're not a germaphobe but i know that you are you are a germaphobe i've never enjoyed uh the handshake situation especially not hugging that's not (laughs) physical do you feel like you're in an I told you so situation about the handshaking and stuff? Do you feel vindicated or are you like, are you, are you not in my, in my, in my, uh, in my win here? But yeah, I mean, you know, like, right. I always thought it was sweet. Like there's this, uh, you know, this French family that I grew up around and they're lovely people. And I love the custom BCUs is what they're called. BCU, just that little kiss that mm-hmm. on each cheek they do and the italians do it and there's like this cultural thing that they do and it's just done it's gone like it's off the table like no we're not doing that anymore but i mean i see a lot of good things coming out of this too i mean some things that i've been reading about um you know a lot of uh, what william shakespeare was writing was during the plague and also what um you know uh isaac newton he 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 basically invented calculus during the plague during quarantine you know so how bored do you have to be to fucking invent calculus? <laughs> that's, well, that's a pretty hard story. It's like, yeah, like some people, some very intelligent people are going to be very focused. You know, there's going to be a lot of good writing that mm-hmm. may come. I don't know. So what is your, um, what is your uh, Macbeth? What is your calculus that's going to come out of this? Do you have one? You said you were writing some. Was, you said you were writing quite a bit. Well, that was in the very, very beginning. That was actually before this started. I started writing stuff, but mostly lately I've been focusing on my spreadsheets. So can you go into any detail about your business uh, holdings? <laughs> my or, business? I mean, my spreadsheets right Yeah. Now? They're not you just, business. They're just the receipts from my sales for like the last three years. I've got them all. And I made this beautiful spreadsheet where it's like it's got my, my wine sales, my regular sales. And then I extrapolated the, you know, like the whole month and the averages for the day, daily averages, and my coworkers are combined, like what our wine sales uh, percentages compared to our total sales and our percentage of uh, tips, gratuity that we pull from that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of fun to come up with like, but I mean, that's math that's already been invented. So I'm just using other right. people's math. But re, re, um, does your boss know that you're gunning for his job when you come back? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely are not. Bring those to, are you going to bring those to the uh, job interview? I don't want any of those jobs, no. <laughs> I would like to give them the information and, and, you know, explain to them, you know, some of their missteps. They mm. like this, like, because it's all by date. And mm-hmm. I have a little section of notes, like, this is when they took away, the, you know, all the expensive wine. And, like, our wine sales dropped to like 20% of our total sales. And then it was like, if you look at it, like we were selling, and then there's like the totals of the wine sales for the month, and then like the average wine sales for the month. And then, you know, with the food sales, like so sales in general are down, you know, by thousands of dollars per month. I mean, that's the person's salary, you know, like that's. Yeah. Just being able to like, at the end of this, I'll have like this tome of information to kind of share with them of like, this is what you did and how I told you, please don't do that. And then you did it anyway. And then we started getting the wine back and you can see the sales climbing again. 
Mm -hmm. So I think I think the next stage in this evolution is going to be I'm going to look into some some graphing software, make some little graphs. Yeah. For your PowerPoint presentation. Exactly. When I sit them down, be like, all right, so we got a lot of time on our hands before we reopen in two months. You know, why don't you look at these? So did you get a chance before you left the bar to um, throw out any of the fruit that was in the fridge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, last ship, okay. cleaning out all the fridges. I threw away all the juices and all okay. the... Okay, okay. Uh, daily, every day that I come in there, every day that I've always come in there, there's like tons of fruit. Like you used to fucking hoard... You know, the blackberry, I come in, the cucumbers, I come in there, there's like three halves of a cucumber. It's like chilling in, on top of the wine ke- or the kegs, you know? I'm just like, mm-hmm. God damn, why? why? Just use yesterday's half today. But no, just grab a fresh cucumber and chop it in half. And yeah, so all those, every day, those get pitched out. So, so, you, uh, so you, yeah. you threw everything away? Not everything, because <laughs> as you know, like, I'm all about the pre-batch of the cocktails. Well, and yeah. So it doesn't Well, right, because what I did is I actually I included both the water from shaking, and uh, on the ones that go over the rocks, and then the ones that um the the cocktails that have you know I put all the alcohol in them. So and there's enough alcohol and it's going to stabilize the fruit. So I put those in a back fridge. So there is those are going to be static. I don't believe that those are going to go bad at all. There's so much alcohol in them. Um, mm. but anything that's just just the juice components, those all got pitched. Mm. and um but like the wine all the wine that was open already like because we had a lot of like nice wines by the glass don't take those home well no i well i yeah i mean (laughs) you didn't take them all home you couldn't carry them all well i mean because we only had eight guests so basically i'd be like hey so i'm throwing all this away do you guys want you know this half bottle of sauv blanc i'm about to pitch it okay so i would give it to the guests to just kind of take it's like it's not going to do anybody any good, but that there was like a half a bottle of Dom Perignon. It was flat because, you know, we serve by the glass. We have the perlage system where we mm-hmm. inject the CO2 to keep it carbonated, but that only lasts a couple of weeks. And we'd sold like three, two glasses, two and a half glasses. So I had like this. Who's that? What's going Sorry, on? Everything okay? Your neighbors yeah, no. all right? No, I don't know. Uh, an ambulance and a, and a fire truck pulled up on the street across adjacent from my where my my house is, and um, they've been over there for like a half hour or so, and they just kind of pulled away. They pulled up with no sirens on, but their lights were all on, which is worrisome. I've always been told that means, and their sirens are now off. I think that usually means it's like a body or something. Like they want to move it quickly, but it doesn't have to be too quick because no one's gonna get saved. It's kind of morbid. But that's what you've heard? That's what it I sounds heard. like something from a Chuck Palahniuk novel or something like that. Or if you see the ambulance with the lights on and, and yeah. those, yeah, they're, they're moving a body. Mm. So you uh, got rid of the I wine? Mean, you didn't bring, you brought some wine up. home? <laughs> yeah, so I brought some wine home, a couple half bottles of, you know, some of it was basically just cooking at that point like really nice bottles that you can basically only cook with but mm. they always so, say like don't cook with wine that you wouldn't be willing to uh drink but mm-hmm. i think you know in quarantine times exceptions can be made and brilliant <laughs> sauces yeah i've made some really amazing sauces do you think that's really true do you really think that you can't t- 
take a cheap bottle of white wine and put it in mussels or something. No one just wears can't around. They just said you shouldn't. Okay. It's you just should. better. It's just better to to use wine that you would drink. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I think that sometimes that's that might be over exaggeration for the sake of selling expensive wine, but I don't know. Well, I think in the context that I was told, it was more about the quality of the sauce that you're going to make is mm. don't make a sauce with a wine that you wouldn't be willing to drink. Right. It's going to be, it's going to be, you know, inferior to a sauce made with wine that you would drink. Yeah. That, that gradation of inferior to, you know, superior is possibly nominal depending on your taste, but yeah. What have you, what have, so you've been cooking sauces? Have you done it? What, what, what recipes do you have for us from the quarantine kitchen <laughs> over at Jay Schmidt? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have, I don't really use recipes. I kind of, you know, I kind of shoot from the hip, but um, I made a lovely shrimp bisque the other day. It was just, oh, uh, yeah. I had, I had a, well, I, you know, I like my, I, I, I'm a shortcutist, you know, I, I don't like to, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not building stocks from scratch, you know, like that's not happening. So I, I see no problem in using um, bouillon or uh, or any of those, you know, the shortcuts. And so I bought uh, chicken bouillon, beef bouillon, and shrimp bouillon. And uh, so I had a couple of shrimp things. I dropped them in there. And, uh, well, I, I, uh, I boiled a, a couple of potatoes. I peeled them all down. And um, yeah, what was this. it? So yeah, basically just a nice, thick, hearty. Oh, it's beautiful. It's really tasty. I put a uh, just a this the tiniest bit of cumin in there. You really have to be conservative with the cumin. Yeah, no, you don't want to go. You don't want to. Yeah, you're not trying to drink a fucking uh, Indian fucking. <laughs> no, Indian you don't want to. No, <laughs> you know, like something you yeah pour over your lamberia. I'm saying you know it's just a skosh. Uh, threw a bay leaf in there and mm -hmm. uh, some garlic and. So you made a shrimp bisque. You sent me a picture of some deviled eggs too. Oh those yeah, those are pretty easy. Make... Yeah, those are easy. That was fun. I always overestimate. Oh man, it's so easy to overestimate because you know you think deviled eggs. Like how many do you want? Like oh god, I could eat a fucking dozen. No, no, you can't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't boil six eggs and make twelve deviled eggs because that's a lot. That's a lot of deviled eggs. Because that's six eggs, plus you're adding yeah. mayonnaise and mustard yeah. and whatever else in there. Things, yeah. But, um. uh, yeah, so I did three, So, uh, but I ended up eating six fucking deviled eggs, so I ended up with a stomach ache. And this girl I was seeing was like, I was like, she's like, hey, how you been? I'm like, pretty good. I got this stomach ache. And she's like, drink some mint tea. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get the corona, have... but I had a really nasty stomach ache for, uh -huh. for a day and a half. I've been making uh, I've been making my own popcorn lately because I was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> so easy. Well, because fun too, isn't it? It was super easy. Like here's the thing, and I know this is like I know a lot of people are baking. I see a lot of uh, bread coming off on on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, but I was I was I was thinking about this before this all happened. But I would go and buy popcorn in the box in the bag, and I would pop mm -hmm. it, and it would be fine. It was totally sure. acceptable. 
But I was like, why am I spending $5 for a box that has three bags in it? No, 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 no. For like $6, you get the big giant tub of just the kernels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A tablespoon of like a cap full of of oil, canola oil in your pan. Mm -hmm. And you get it hot, throw it in there. And always, again, less is more. I realized this the first time. (laughs) You made like a giant amount of popcorn, didn't you? That happened to me the first couple of times. It wasn't quite a cup, but I was like, it's a cup of popcorn. Like, what's a cup? How much could it be? (laughs) So it was way, it was like, you know, when it starts, the lid starts to come off a little bit because it keeps popping. Mm -hmm. It was doing that. So it's a popcorn kernel. Mm -hmm. And then you put it up next to a, a piece of puffed popcorn. It's like at least five to six times the size. Yeah. If not 10 times the size, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, cor- a kernel of popcorn is very small. But then once you pop it and you have like a whole bunch of them, then yeah, <laughs> your lid starts to come off and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> the first bowl was, the first bowl was a little excessive. And yeah. and then, so, and I did this thing and I, I ruined it. So I would suggest against doing this. I tried this. I saw it on Alton Brown, but I don't remember exactly what he did, so I kind of just guessed. So he says, I like to put the salt in before, like not season it after. I ended up like burning oil and salt on the bottom of the hot pan and burning the popcorn that stuck to it. It did not work. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't follow his recipe exactly. Well, what my older sister Mary used to do is we used to have this fun game whenever we made, well, we had an air popper when I was a kid growing up. So you, you know, you put this, you know, half a cup or a quarter of a cup of kernels and you kind of drop it into the air popper once it's hot and it produces this large bowl of popcorn. And then we would, I mean, we're, maybe we're, because we're Catholics, but we would do this funny thing where my, my sister Mary would hand the salt shaker to my sister Catherine or myself and say, do you want to bless the popcorn? And so you have the salt shaker in your hands, like you're praying and you mm-hmm. just kind of over the pop, over the tub, you go, I bless this popcorn. And you like kind of shake the shake the uh-huh. salt over the top of it and stir it around. So that was always kind of a fun part of making the popcorn. And then we drizzle the butter of like, I blessed this popcorn. You then drizzle the melted butter over the top of it and stir it around. And you should do the butter before you do the salt. The salt does. Something so it sticks. sticks. Yeah. 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 Is this from like Catholic school or something? Blessing the popcorn? or is this I the... don't know where she got that from, but she was just something funny. I don't know. She's trying to entertain and involve us. You know, it's like it's movie night or whatever. And Right she's dealing with these children you've got to keep children busy you have to give them a little job right it's like okay Catherine, bless the popcorn and Catherine's like okay she gets up there and put her on a little stool she's like i blessed this popcorn like shake the popcorn mm-hmm. shake the salt over the popcorn uh, this is a fun little game yeah i've been doing i've been doing popcorn um, oh yawn how you doing sorry there, it's been a long day sorry no i'm <laughs> yeah. good i'm good yeah you're busy well, yeah today? well it's i think all these days have been long like my sleep is kind of back on a sort of regular schedule, but Sorry. it's been fucked up. Yeah, no, it's been like, I've, I don't usually go to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. And this last weekend, I couldn't get to sleep and I'm tossing and turning. And of course, I am prone to evening, nighttime anxiety about, well, about everything that's going on. Mostly it's money, right? I mean, trying to figure out <clears throat> what's next. How do we keep this going? Wow. How do we keep this going? So what do you think? Um, do you think that do you think that capitalism as we know it has a future? Because it feels like 
if I were to run my business, my personal finances like this, where I can't, I can barely make it a month or two. I mean, the, the United States government and capitalistic society can't go even a month without going bankrupt and needing help. Yeah, Just like immediately. I'm, I'm going pay, paycheck to paycheck and, and these multi, you know, conglomerate, whatever the fuck, huge companies are, oh, we're in, you know, because they're trying to pay all their people. But, you know, they also have a lot of debt. You know, it's like. Yeah, they have a- so it doesn't it doesn't seem like this is actually going to work. As a system of government and or economics or organizing people. The funniest part about it is like that what we're seeing is the damage to them is from us, the little guy, not being able to work and pull in any of those funds and spend our money and do stuff. So like that 1% that's hurting right now, like they're like, oh, I got to sell one of my yachts or like two of my, you know, summer homes. Mm-hmm. You know, to try and keep my third summer home or whatever the fuck it is, you know, it's like to keep them in the, it's like, oh, how do you live off of, you know, $27,000 a day as a millionaire? You know, it's like, oh, those poor billionaires, you know, they're, they're really suffering right now because none of us can work. Like it was us doing all of the work for them. And the fact that they don't have an income right now is because we don't have an income right now. So I think if, they are capable of learning a lesson it would be to treat us better and give us bigger cut you know allow us to have the savings but then what's going to happen is then then all of us are going to start going vacationing at cancun and ruining their vacation you know what i mean it's all about the haves and have nots trying to they want to keep us separate like Mm -hmm. that that summer you ever see the movie caddyshack yeah where there's that that one hour a year where the uh the the people who work at the resort are allowed to use the pool Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Jim Belushi is jumping over the fucking hedge <laughs> for the fucking pool thing or whatever. Who it wasn't Jim Belushi? Who was that? I can't remember what it was. But wasn't it? Anyway. I don't know. Was it? I don't know. But I gotta see that movie again. But oh, it's on my shelf. I'll watch that tonight. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't even have to pay Netflix. I'm gonna watch well, it. But, I'm um, I'm I'm with you, comrade. I mean, I'm I think <laughs> you know sees the means of production. Is sounding better and better to me because That's here's the thing. I feel like I have been led to believe if I can just come up with one good idea, if I can just work hard enough, if I can angle myself, if I can position myself best, if I can take the opportunities that come, that I can be rich and well off and comfortable. No. And I'm coming to believe that. That they're the, you know, they the game is rigged. I'm a nice guy. Are you familiar with the term nouveau riche? New rich? Is that what that means? Nouveau, nouveau riche, yeah. But it's as uh, as Kevin Spacey in uh, uh, Garden of Good and Evil pointed out, it's the riche that counts. But mm-hmm. at the same, if you can get your hands on it, sure. But at the same time, you have all these players in the game that don't want you to have it. They don't want new. They don't want more. They don't want more people in their clubhouse. Mm-hmm. They want their little oak furniture, little catacombs of fucking, you know, scotch and, and cigars to be cl- free and clear of loud, obnoxious assholes like us. Well, and I'm, I'm beginning to think that and. OK, so, you know, one, like one of the things that I'm learning now is that health is pretty important. Right. So, like, it's pretty important to be healthy. Um 
but also like, what is the least I can get by on? Because if I can figure that out, if I can figure out how little I need, then it opens up any sort of resources I might be able to get my hands on for other things yeah. that can benefit me. That's also going to, that's a huge game that's going to change with this, this season, this tide of, of viral infection is everyone's inside and spending as little as possible. It's like, so when we do finally, if we do get back to some semi-normal situation and I work at a, a luxury resort. So it's like, you know, if, and when I go back to work and I start making the money I was, will I be going out and doing behaving the way I have been where I just go out and, you know, dine and, and enjoy myself. Yeah, probably for the most part, but I also, I'm probably going to be spending a lot more time at home knowing that I can just sit here and you know what, I'll just go home and do this. And so I'll be accruing more personal savings and income. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's basically, I mean, I don't need to go. I think, there was, there is this thing in people, and I know that it's definitely in me, just to go spend money on something makes me feel good in the moment. It doesn't matter whether it's like, like, you know, you said food and drink, or if I want to go, if I'm, if I need to go to Target for toilet paper and I decide I'm going to buy some new shirts that I don't necessarily need, and maybe a video game that I might entertain myself with for a couple of evenings. Like, but it always ends up being just shit. I'm just buying shit to buy shit. And I'm feeling like lately, I don't know that those, I ever want to go back to that. Those video games, though. I mean, like, I just, I, I did a whole video game thing the other day where I, I re, I, I started playing uh, Zelda. Because mm -hmm. I've got, you know, my old GameCube with all my mm -hmm. old games, Mario Kart. And you're like, oh, I'll sell that stuff. I'm like, hell no, I'm not ever getting rid of this shit. And it, they're like, old vintage games but they you know they hold up i played i beat zelda you know it took me eight hours and yeah i just sat there for eight hours and played fucking video <laughs> game which kind of made me feel like an idiot but then i'm like what am i doing like why wouldn't i right now you know i got nowhere to be i'm not even allowed to go anywhere <laughs> I, it's 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 socially taboo to go anywhere you know it's like oh i'm going to a party it's like ooh, really is that responsible do you think you should you're you're one of the bad being people. shamed stupid ones yeah, it's like there's a social shaming thing for, you know, being social now. Well, I think I I don't being know that anybody should be the shamed. New cool. The what? Being a hermit is yeah. the new cool? Yeah, that's right. I don't think I would never shame anybody because, like, I don't know what the fuck people got going on. So, like, I'll give you an example. I was trying to sell. Like I'm that? selling. I'm trying to sell some things. What? Nothing. Go on. Oh. Uh, well, I'll have to listen to it on the playback. Um, I was trying to sell some things on eBay, right? And I sold a couple things, and I had to get print some some labels. But for some reason, my printer wouldn't talk to my computer. And I haven't had this problem in a very long time. And I was like, shit. Like, I really need to do this. I can't. I don't want to go wait in line at the fucking post your office. Print, your printer's worried about getting a coronavirus from your computer? <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. So I had to like go and get a cord from Staples, which was pretty important, but it was kind of like, I just want to get in there and get the fuck out. But for whatever reason, these two women are shopping for printers and I'm like, and I don't know what the fuck their deal is, but maybe they need to shop for a fucking printer too, but I need to get right where the cords are at. And I guess I could have just snuck in there, but I didn't know, like, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be responsible. Mm -hmm. 
I don't even want to be here. And part of me is like, Jesus, will you fucking ladies hurry it up and move it along? But yeah, like, a, like you were saying, the little shop, I was like at little shop like a week ago and mm-hmm. I was just walking down one aisle and I was like trying to decide which, uh, I was trying to get some aspirin or something. And I'm standing there and some guy like comes to the end of the aisle and just stops. Like he doesn't want to come down the aisle until I'm done. And I'm like, I get it. But like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like I'll, uh, I'll go faster as shit. Like I'm mm-hmm. now I'm in the way. Like, yeah, it's weird. So I don't want, I don't want to shame anybody or pressure anybody or make anybody fucking feel worse than they already do. But like, I'm just trying to navigate this as best I can, like everybody else. <sighs> So, but I, I'm definitely paring things down and really thinking about how little I need. I'm yeah. getting very minimalist in my approach, you know, especially with my money. I don't, I'm not interested in spending more money once, once I start getting a regular income again, if oh, I can help it. All my things, yeah. I got my Dollar Shave Club. It's only like seven or eight dollars per month. Or no, it's every three months for mm-hmm. my my razors and they sent me a thing saying hey so your thing's about to ship and i was like oh no we got to stop you like i'm not mm-hmm. having to take seven dollars out of my account no right now like i need that seven dollars yeah um, be the delivery fee on a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> right but I, I really do i think i don't think that there's i i'm just not interested in spending money and i'm certainly not interested in helping other people Get yeah, there's a lot rich. of political things where they're like, hey, uh, you know, we need ten thousand dollars to, you know, for this thing. We're at twenty five percent of our, you know, thing. Do you want to donate to so and so's, you know, campaign fund? And I'm like, absolutely not. Not ten dollars. Not a dollar. Like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why don't you send me ten dollars and I'll vote for you? How about that? Do you think that there's any do you think there'll be a, like a socialist tide in this country or do you think that we're just going to well, run it happened. into the ground? We've already started doing it. It's hilarious. It's wonderful. Uh, every Republican I know is is depending on uh, funds, right? So- social socialist funds. Yeah, social mm-hmm. fucking funds. And it's like, well, where's your god now? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Uh, so 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 what now i mean what is the what is the next like what how do we get back into any sort of economy that i mean if it's all it's i mean i'm not saying that i didn't think that it was a lie before but it it seems so apparent now that they're not really interested in in my well-being no they're not they don't care if you die but um Unfortunately, what's going to happen is, is is that it's going to get a lot worse before it gets even worse. Because mm-hmm. uh, because these guys like they don't guys. It's not just men, but it's you know these companies, these these shareholders, these these conglomerates, these these huge corporations. There, they don't want to let go of what they have, and they're not you know they're not going to give it up easy. And there's a lot. They're seeing more and more people that are just kind of screwed. Um. And how once, you know, in a month or two when people are actually starving and I think they're going to see a real fucking downturn in their popularity as uh, people actually start gunning for them figuratively, mm-hmm. not literally, but possibly, you know, because 
people want to survive and they're you know we they will a find a way system. to do it oh yeah we're we're pretty good at figuring out how to live and survive and if they just are sitting on their stuff like maybe billionaire shouldn't exist that seems yeah seems about right they shouldn't <laughs> no I, well, I, 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 I just said in a previous uh, episode, I was talking about how, you know, you should, you know, you know, Bill Gates doesn't necessarily need eighty five billion dollars or one hundred and seventy billion dollars. And I was I did the math one time it was many, many. I think it was like in 2007 or something. And I was like, he was like he had like I think he was worth like a, like a, almost one hundred billion dollars. And I was like, oh, wow, he could literally write a check for every man, woman and child just in America for a thousand dollars and still have more money than he could ever spend in his life and what that would do to our economy of course that would like fuck all of a sudden bread is you know 17 dollars you know like it would kind of fuck with our our structure that we built Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah it's just there's there's more resources out there than there's plenty to go around is what i'm saying and yet there isn't we live in a land of abundance and we're sold scarcity as an idea so that yeah. we'll fight amongst each other. Yeah. And is it fair? Is it right? Is it nice? Is it good? People are going to start losing their homes, you know, when all these, uh, is it the, was it the reach around or was it the, the handout thing? That, uh, <laughs> the handout? The, the reach around? Or, what do they call it? The uh, stimulus? The stimulation. Yes. The stimulus package. Like when that stim- when the stimulation the starts running out, you know, like yeah. when your hooker's no longer stimulating you. Mm-hmm. At what point do you just take your purse and fucking run out of there? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm, I'm Let's really, see. yeah. I I just there's got to be a way. Are you ready? Do you, do you have a gun? Are you ready for the revolution, Johnny? Do you hear the people sing? Oh, I don't know, man. Will the, will the revolution be live streamed? <laughs> Most likely, yes. Most well, likely. if the internet's still like my internet keeps crapping out at like about midnight, it just goes mm-hmm. away. There's no one to call. There's no one to talk to. I'm like, I'm just like, fuck. I just my internet's just down for the night, and it's happened the last three nights in a row. Mm. There's no one to talk to. Mm. I don't know. Do you hear the people sing, John? They're singing an angry song. It's a music of a people who will not be slaves again. The beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drum. There's a life about to start when tomorrow comes. I would like to welcome you to Walter's Comrade Lame Manifesto Miss. podcast. It's oh, is that Les Mis? It's Les Mis. <laughs> oh, so I was thinking, uh, on a lighter note, speaking Here's of Les Mis, um, oh. what is Les Mis about? I, I have no it's idea. It's about the French Revolution. Okay, I'm. I have to. I have to watch. Dude, I have to watch a, pot, a YouTube on the French Revolution. Is that against England? Or no? It was. Uh, it's at Marie Revolution. Antoinette. Revo- is that Revolution. the Let the Meat Cake? No, it's it's after that. It's, it's, it's like after the that. Third, it's the second or third revolution. That was the first one. But yeah. This is off with their heads. They're still the put the give that, them the guillotine. Four. No, that was like the 1700s. That was. Okay. No, Let the okay. Meat Cake. Yeah. No, this is later than that. I think I'm not really sure the timeline, but it's in it for God's sake. Yeah. So have you seen cats? Have you seen the new cats yet? 
I will not see the news. You the won't. Can, we, can we watch oh, it and can we do a review on it? <laughs> no, but <laughs> we could we could watch the old one. I, the one I have on DVD is the uh, the original broadcast or sorry, uh, Broadway. Broadway? Uh huh. Where people in cat costumes were disturbing enough. I mean, the female cats, of course, were amazing. Right. If you're into dudes, and the male ones were probably equally amazing, but they were people. They were dancers. Actually, one of my favorite uh, TV shows in the early 90s or mid 90s, I guess, was it late 90s? Carolyn in the City. You ever see that one? Yeah, Leah Thompson. Yeah. Well, she her best friend was a cat. Like she, like that was her job. She's like, oh, how mm-hmm. was work today? She's like, oh, you know, Rumble Teaser was bothering me or whatever, because she was a professional dancer on Broadway. Because Cats is like, it's played on Broadway forever, but and not anymore. No, it's done. But I got the original. The the DVD, the original DVD has the original cast from Broadway on it. It's a great show, great song. But you, you know, won't watch the movie with me. Yeah. <laughs> it looked disturbing in the commercials and the reviews that I saw just backed up every horrible thought that I had about how awful it looks. Okay. Are we going to put on our masks and sit in your house and watch this thing? Or what are we doing? How do you want to do it? I'm, I just, I'm not going to do I, here's it. Here's the thing. Any okay. level of social distancing, no. We're going to have masks <laughs> off and we're going to hold that has to be clammy, 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 clammy <laughs> naked hands. We're going to hold while we watch it. So Those are my terms. I am not a fan of, of musicals like you are. <laughs> and wear bathing suits, That's clammy, no clammy hands, because I have no soul. I have no soul. <laughs> no, it's possible. I don't know. But I, I watched a critique on it, and it really made me laugh and think and, and, uh, and <laughs> cry. No, it's, it was so awful. <laughs> it was just yeah. disturbing. And I thought, yes. well, Walter likes, um, likes musicals. Maybe I'll get him to watch this terrible fucking freak show. One of my but it's by the same director as Lehman. I wish I could this. <laughs> that would be a good name for a podcast. I wish I could unwatch this. Um, but uh, so you said you're going grocery shopping. Yeah, I, so you're going grocery shopping tomorrow. I do want to. I do want to record this. I would like to to watch it with you or or um or review it. Maybe we should do like some other movie review. Maybe like a food movie or. You don't actually have to wear bathing suit. It's cool. <laughs> um. So you're out of stuff. Are you are you com- depleted of your is your is your cupboard is your larder bare? I'm not I'm not out. Um, but I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I feel like the last of my money should be spent on these essentials. Right. Flour, butter, milk. So you're just gonna make roux, yeah. and and what are you gonna eat with flour? You're gonna like bake stuff or what? Oh yeah, no, definitely. I've been my bread game has been stepped up drastically. I think everybody's has. Well, it's like I'm so bad at bake. I've always been bad at baking. Like through culinary school, like baking and pastry. I think what did I get a D? Like it was. If I if I got that, I don't know. No, I think I got a D. Hmm. I was always late because I had this full time job, and so the first half of the class, the first half of the morning was spent baking these cakes. And then the second half was constructing the cake and, you know, dressing it, you know, getting it ready. And then, of course, this, and then you go to lunch and then you come back and the second half of class is always. Uh, um, Decorating? Uh, no, talking uh, lecture. Lectures? Yeah. Right. So so I show up 
after the second quarter of the class, and everyone's already baked their little cakes. And I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm late. You know, I had to work. Uh, where are we at? And the teacher's like, well, we've already baked our cakes, and now we have to build the cakes. And, you know, I'm going to teach you how to do that part. I'm like, okay, well, I, now I don't have a cake. But so the way, you know, the cake, the recipes worked out, it's like each group had, you know, they're like four-tier cakes or whatever, or, but you bake these things off. So there were a couple of people that had extra cakes. And so I got uh, I got a two chocolate cakes and one vanilla cake. And I was like, all right, I can work with this. And, you know, now we're on to, we have to learn how to make frosting and then we're going to construct the cakes. And so I layered my, you cut off the top of the cake, um, you know, because cake, you, you bake a cake, there's like, the sides and the bottom are flat and then the top mm-hmm. has that rounded part but yeah. you cut that you cut that off so that it's flat also right and so then you can layer it and so i took the remnants of all these other cakes and i built my little i ended up with a four-tier cake everyone else is making three-tier cakes and so i had chocolate vanilla chocolate vanilla and uh the only things i had the only buttercream i could use was this Part of it was uh, it was all vanilla frosting, and everyone's doing either chocolate or something else. And so I, somebody opened a fridge briefly or something, and I saw in there they had some raspberry preserve. So I made a raspberry frosting for my chocolate, vanilla, chocolate, vanilla cake. Mm. So I made a four-tiered with, with raspberry frosting, and I got a really good grade. <laughs> like, they're like, this is like, awesome. most, this is like the most amazing cake. It's like four tiers. I'm like, yeah, and everyone else is three tiers, but like, yeah, you lost points for, you know, being late. And <laughs> you didn't actually bake any cake. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> true. I've, I've never been good at baking. I kind of, I missed a lot. So did, I have a question. Did you, um, did you let them eat cake? I did. And they yeah. loved it. <laughs> of course I let them. You let everyone do whatever they want. <clears throat> right. Uh, um, it was cake though. Uh, it would be, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the future, Walter. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just keep my head down and figure out today. Maybe that's my problem, but, but you won't. um, I know you need to go soon, but I? I know you're a busy man. Um, so what do you think is the, um, like, what is your speculation on the outcome of this? We get vaccinated, we all get it and get herd immunity. We homegirl's gonna make the vaccine vaccine. Um uh-huh. and it'll be great for a little while. And I think probably Johnson and Johnson or one of the other companies is probably gonna buy the patent on it and it's gonna mm-hmm. be very expensive. And then you're gonna probably see some riots and uh, a lot of theft. There's gonna be a lot of drone um new technology for taking down drones. Um, taking them down or taking people down with them? No, taking down do you see Anti-drone. delivery from yeah, delivery drones are going to be like, you know, harpooning delivery drones and taking them down and taking, you know, whatever you they drone. have. Yeah, people doing whatever they have to do to survive. Like, people with that level of resources are going to try and survive. Um, I don't know. You you want a ten year plan or five year plan? What do you want? To, what, how how far into the future do you? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm like not asking you who's going to who run Barter Town or anything like that, but I mean, like mega cities um, in, in 20 years. I don't know. I just think I, I'm just talking like five months from now. Like, what is that? 
May, months June, now. July, August, September. Five months from now is going to be bleak as fuck. You think so? Stores, stores are going to run out of produce. You, uh, yeah, like the, the dairies are throwing away hundreds of gallons of milk because they can't deliver it because a there's nobody to do it to deliver it and the the stores can't buy it because there's no one there to buy it and produce you know in la is being or where is it santa santa cruz santa barbara santa 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 something and fucking mm-hmm. santa, half this fucking state are named santa something you didn't believe in santa now you do um, they're yeah, throwing a lot of produce away because they can't yeah, sell it produce yeah and it's like well okay if you can't sell it then just fucking give it donate it like give it to places like fish here in sonoma or like one of these places that will feed the people but they won't they're just like oh i'd rather dump i'd rather take a dump truck full of fucking you know squash and and shit produce that i can't sell and illegally dump it somewhere that i'm not losing money on it i mean it's yeah it's fucked up and um yeah watching those resources i mean they could easily those farmers could just compost it put it back in the soil for next year but they're not they're not because they're all they're all huge conglomerately run there's no private small farmers anymore you know when monsanto started suing uh farmers and putting them out of business because their genetically modified crops were being uh the there were the bees were pollinating other people's crops with their genetically modified uh, bullshit crops, and then they sue that small farmer out of business because oh now your crops have our genetically uh, patented uh, genetic information in your crops, and they're they're putting people out of business. It's like that's not sustainable. Putting people out of business for like this small farmer is like oh now you own my land because natural bees and wind pollinated my crops with your crops and your crops had a had a patent on their genetics genetics like that, that that's crazy you can't patent genetics like that's this is so absurd and i think the absurdity is catching up. so what can we do in this time what can we do to help any, ourselves help each other any, any get your gun i don't know what to tell you <laughs> like it's gonna get ugly like when when the rich fat cats learn that we're not going to starve to death. So it's time to, to pick a side. What was the other thing I read? Uh, when the stewardess comes down the aisle and says, did you want to have the chicken or did you want to have the, uh, the human feces with glass in it? And you find yourself saying, well, how is the chicken prepared? Like that question's going to go away pretty quick. Like the decision gets easy. Right. Well, how is the chicken prepared? Is it roasted? Is it? It's chicken. <laughs> it's not human shit. <clears throat> Fair enough. Well, I, I um. Oh, do you have to go? I always, well, I, I just I, no. I, I just I I guess I'm a little I'm a little more hopeful. Maybe I maybe I'm naive. It's possible I'm on I'm naive. I'm gonna go back to normal, like a rubber band's gonna snap. Well, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't think it's gonna go back to normal. I think there's gonna be a very different world that we go back into. Um, I'm already having to figure out how I'm going to survive otherwise, because I don't know that my job is going to be there in the way that it was before. Well, you've got your stimulus check, right? I do, 
I've been stimulated. Nice. But I, I mean, that's you haven't been stimulated yet. No, <laughs> I've applied for all the things. In fact, the IRS uh, denied my uh, my tax return the first time, and I didn't even know about it. Like, I filed my taxes. I was like, "Cool, I'm done filing my taxes." Like that was like over a month ago, and then I just was look going through my emails, and they're like, "Oh, uh, your your tax return was denied." I was like, "What the fuck does that mean? Like, you can just deny my tax? Like, what? No, you're not going to accept it." What does that mean? Mm. How are you not going to accept my tax return? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. I don't know. And so I went back into the, the H&R block thing. I was like, so what the fuck? And I clicked on a bunch of things and I did the forms again and I resubmitted it. And they're like, okay, now your tax returns have been accepted. I'm like, great. But mm. for how long? I mean, am I going to get another email? No, that was, it'll just take time. They'll just go back weeks. to your oh. ones from last year. Yeah, if you filed last year, then you'll be fine. It should show up any day now. And the unemployment, they're going to add money onto that. There, there's been money allotted so that whatever you have for unemployment, that will come in a week or two. They're cool. going to add an additional. Last year didn't go through. Well, you, you, you don't know if it did or not. Now I don't, because I didn't even know the last one was a problem. I think you're going to be fine. I'm glad. I'm glad you're so positive. <laughs> are you <laughs> i i just have to be because i have to wake up tomorrow and like don't we all try to have some purpose right because like i don't know man things are changing right things are everything has changed so what is my option just sit here and take it and be miserable yep, yep. <laughs> i i have to i have to roundly disagree with when you, you think when you think the word peasant what do you mm -hmm. think of like a feudal lord Yes. With those people rolling shit around in a fucking bucket. Yes. Monty Python. Yeah. yeah. That's them. That's us. That's you. You're not different than them. I'm not saying that I'm different, but I I, I, but, I would like but, to be a beacon but, of hope, Walter. Okay. Here. Okay. You you beacon away. I'm gonna beacon away. I'm gonna sharpen my knives. <laughs> Fair enough. Try and try and get my hands on a gun and so i when, i hope so i hope that when the looting starts i can mm -hmm. defend my house and my canned goods all right well i i hope that we can work together on on some projects in the future that i i can be of some use <laughs> at your well, compound if, there if my if my internet holds up we can <laughs> all right um but yeah man i'm I'm just trying to take it one day at a time, and I'm just trying not to go too yeah, far I've, out. I've been trying to sleep through most of the days. Like you're talking about, like your schedule, <laughs> getting back into the screen of things. And I've been trying to just sleep. I slept through the last couple of days. Like, yeah. If I could just put myself in a coma, like if they just <clears throat> if and what wake up five years from now or six months from now, yeah, just put us all in a chemically induced coma everyone go to sleep wake up in six months and everything's going to be fine don't you think that that would be easier to take out the population that you don't want yeah comas 100 <laughs> percent. but then again we are the ones making the money they're not making the money on their own this is true can't do this without us we have the power walter we need to seize the means of production my yeah comrade. but we don't everyone's got too many too much fear in their hearts 
They're too afraid to seize the power. We we have to get we have to lose we have to let go of the fear in our hearts. They do. We, we have, do. We have to be as, courageous. As a people, as a society, as as a as a humanity. How did Les Miserables end up? Who won in that one? Well, I mean, I mean, it didn't end well for anybody, but <laughs> I mean, the people won eventually. Right. But it, but it wasn't took pretty, a while. It wasn't easy. It wasn't nice. This won't. This you won't enjoy this, and this won't be over soon. Exactly. What was that a quote from? Three hundred. That's right. The, that's right. The Battle of, the Battle of Thermopylae. Yes. Which people have also yes. forgotten. Yes. Let us let's not forget, Walter. The battle, Pearl Harbor, Thermopylae, 9-11. There's so much to not forget that we've forgotten. Wow. The revolution. The revolution. <clears throat> until then. Till the next revolution. Until then. I'll talk to you then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to our future podcast on the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know how it's going. And I want to talk to you about your waffles next time too. Your fun waffle right now. Waffle, waffle, the re- waffle revolution that you're uh, starting. Have you, co- you hooked up that juicer yet? The what? The juicer. Have you used that yet? That is still has its tags on. It. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even touched that fucking thing. Oh my god! I was going to tell you. Yes. So, uh, so I had these berries. I bought some fruit, and I had oh. all these blueberries, and they started to turn. I was like, oh god, I'm going to lose these blueberries. So I made this beautiful blueberry, and I had uh, the Fairmont. Oh, I'm not supposed to speak of it. But the Fairmont was giving away um, all the things that were going to go bad. Mm-hmm. So I got this bag of produce and food from them. And one of the things they gave me was a half gallon of coconut milk. Wow. I thought it was coconut water, but which I love. I was like, sweet coconut water, but it's coconut milk, which tastes like coconuts and milk. Uh, it's not great. But no. but I made I made a big blueberry milkshake out of it. Mm, how was and, that? Well, it was delicious. It was really good. But um, drink too much. <laughs> well, now all what's the proper feces or what do you call it? Like my uh, excrement. My excrement has has been bright green <laughs> ever since. <laughs> it's been a week now, and all of my stool <clears throat> stool that's the word I was looking for. Oh, stool. Yeah. yeah, I know how you like the the poop jokes I, hey i do who doesn't like a good poop joke <laughs> so that's what happens when you drink large amounts of blueberry smoothie yeah for days on end oh it's just one day oh it was just, just one day and it's still day. wow it was just one day it's john all right it's john thank you for listening to gluten is not your problem send your ideas comments and questions to gluten is not your problem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, John.